When I was an army chaplain, my soldiers asked me all kinds of questions about God, life, relationships, the Bible, and answered them as best I could. They also called me Padre. Welcome to the Dear Padre podcast. Today we're going to talk about the first two humans born in the world in Genesis chapter 4. I'm glad you're here. Reading from Genesis chapter 4. The man, Adam, knew his wife Eve intimately. She became pregnant and gave birth to Cain and said, I have given life to a man with the Lord's help. She gave birth a second time to Cain's brother Abel. Abel cared for the flocks and Cain farmed the fertile land. Sometime later, Cain presented an offering to the Lord from the land's crops, while Abel presented his flock's oldest offspring with their fat. The Lord looked favorably on Abel and his sacrifice, but didn't look favorably on Cain and his sacrifice. Cain became very angry and looked resentful. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why do you look so resentful? If you do the right thing, won't you be accepted? But if you don't do the right thing, sin will be waiting at the door, ready to strike. It will entice you, but you must rule over it. Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. When they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. The Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? Cain said, I don't know. Am I my brother's guardian? The Lord said, what did you do? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. You are now cursed from the ground that opened its mouth to take your brother's blood from your hand. When you farm the fertile land, it will no longer grow anything for you, and you will become a roving nomad on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Now that you've driven me away from the fertile land and I am hidden from your presence, I'm about to become a roaming nomad on the earth, and anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord said to him, It won't happen. Anyone who kills Cain will be paid back seven times. The Lord put a sign on Cain so that no one who found him would assault him. Cain left the Lord's presence, and he settled down in the land of Nod, east of Eden. The word of the Lord. This is the first event of the fallen world that Adam and Eve now live in. And the first event is a happy one. They have a baby. Um, The word no in Hebrew is a sexual euphemism. Adam knew his wife and she conceived, it says. Um, And so this is what they do after leaving the garden. And she says, I've gotten a man from God. Now, this is an act of praise, an act of thanksgiving. We do this when we have children. We say, thank you, God, for this child. Uh, And that is what she's saying. I always kind of find it kind of comical that she says, Oh, look, a man, (laughs) you know, when she sees the baby. Um, You know, clearly he's a man, pre-man, a child, baby, infant. Um, 
And then they have another baby, Abel. These are the only four people on the earth at this point. Um, and this becomes the story of humanity. Cain has his farm and Abel has his flocks. And then this strange sacrifice comes where they are told to make a sacrifice. Um, this offering to the Lord. Cain brings a vegetable offering and Abel brings the animals for the sacrifice. Um, Here it says, Abel presents his flock's oldest offspring, um, maybe oldest lamb. I'm not sure how that translation goes, but um, it is the best of his crop of or his flock, and Cain brings the best of his farm. And yet God uh, looks favorably on Abel's sacrifice, but not on Cain's. I don't know how this all went down, how Abel or Cain knew what, which was favored and which wasn't. It's hard to know, but they know it. And Cain becomes very angry and resentful, not at God, but at Abel because Abel got it right. Similarly to the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life that they're not supposed to eat in the garden, we're not really sure why these particular sacrifices were particularly pleasing or rejected by, by the Lord. It doesn't say. It doesn't say anything about that. It doesn't say anything about the tree, really, the trees that they're not supposed to eat of. And it doesn't say much about the sacrifice. Um, but the fallout from this is extreme rage on the part of Cain. And so he entices his brother to come out where nobody can see him. I mean, the only witnesses to murder in that time are his parents. And he gets Abel away from his parents. There is a premeditation involved in this. When he strikes him, it's hard to know if he knew that he would die. So far in the story of Genesis, nobody has died, even though the prophecy was, the day of you, that you eat of that tree, you will surely die. And they don't die when they eat of the tree. But here is the death that was prophesied. It is not a death of the body as much as the death of one's innocence and safety. And when my children fight, and they have a few times, it is really disturbing to watch <laughs> as a parent. Uh, you know, it's like, why are you guys fighting again? But this kind of fighting that results in a murder and a death and the loss of a son and child um, is the kind of disturbing thing that their, the eating of the tree has brought into the world. This is the kind of stuff that is the problem of humanity. Why do we keep getting in these kinds of messes where people get hurt, where people die, where people are misunderstood, where people are angry and they take out their anger on others? This is the fall. This is what is cursed in the world. And so this first family experiences this. God intervenes. 
He hears Abel's blood crying out from the ground as God hears all the innocent victims of blood crying out from the ground. Uh, This is what we say when people have been unjustly and cruelly murdered and killed. Their blood does cry out from the ground. And so Cain loses his ability to till the soil, to grow food from the ground. God sends him out as a nomad, a wanderer, uh, wandering the earth. He's given a mark to protect him. Uh, The mark of Cain has been often speculated upon what it was, what it wasn't. Uh, To me, it was the name of God, which gives me a little hope in life that this first person to, whether fully premeditated or not, kill his brother, and all war and violence is brother against brother. We are all brothers on this earth. We are all siblings on this earth. When we hurt each other, we are hurting members of our own family, always. And this mark is the name of God. This mark protects him with the name of God at least as far as I see it, somehow protects him and says, don't touch Cain, don't hurt him, don't avenge this death. Something else is going to work in the world. There is a salvation plan for humanity that does not include retributive violence, does not include revenge. It does not include even the kind of eye-for-an-eye justice that will later come in the human story. There is something else that God is doing in the life of Cain and Adam and Eve. As Cain goes out to wander the earth, um, settling in a land of Nod, east of Eden, there is a little bit of hope for humanity. And I like that thought. No matter what we've done, no matter what we've left undone, there is always hope for us, no matter what. Um, Life certainly changes as consequences of our actions or inactions, but there is always hope. There is always God's grace, no matter what, for everyone, including Cain, east of Eden. Amen.